Welcome to Plant-Based DFW with Dr. Riz and Maya. In our show, we cover topics about lifestyle medicine, such as healthful eating, physical activity, stress management, building relationships, and improving your sleep. And we also like hearing testimonies from people like you. Welcome back to another episode. And today I have with me Dr. Nila Furbasaria. We had this conversation early during the pandemic and we talked about meditation, mindfulness, and all the other work that she does with her clients. And I think it'd be interesting for you to hear from her and her perspective. And Dr. Basaria gives us some tips as to what we can do to strengthen our immune system, especially nowadays when we're facing the coronavirus. So let me know what you think. Welcome, Dr. Basaria. Thank you, Maya. Can you explain a little bit about what a transformational health coach is? Okay, so uh, yeah, I am a transformational health coach and a yoga and meditation teacher. So basically, my contribution in the field, I would say, is uh, to um, help people transform their health. There is a difference between learning and transformation. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, people want to learn and acquire knowledge. And they read books, um, watch documentaries, um, you know, attend lectures, um, listen to a talk like, you know, the one that you and I are doing. So that is all very good that, you know, you learn something, you learn a new recipe, you learn uh, a new tip. But um, if that learning is not applied, then it doesn't take you um, anywhere. So what my work is over, what I do when I work with my clients is I give them the learning, but then I help them apply it, use it in their life and actually change their life. So that's how, uh, you know, by making some small changes, um, the actual transformation in your life, in your health occurs. Mm. So, uh, so that is what, uh, what I do when I work with my, uh, my clients. What are some of the common changes that your clients want to see in their lives? So, uh, you know, they start with um, weight management a lot of times. Uh, sometimes they have um, some sleep issues. Um, sometimes they are more um, advanced in their disease. So, um, you know, people are interested in prevention of diseases. But, um, you know, when I, by the time they come to me and they see me, they are, you know, they have progressed into their disease. So they have blood pressure or high cholesterol or diabetes. So you create sort of um, sort of goals with them, individualized goals of where they want to see themselves in, say, three months, six months. Yes, uh, they, they do make their own goals uh, and then they work on that. And, uh, you know, gradually we go into small changes and then transformation. Right. So yes, definitely making yes. goals as a part of that. Dr. Basaria, I also know that you're trained in lifestyle medicine. And it sounds like from what you, just what you've covered right now that you actually incorporate uh, lifestyle medicine um, practices into the, the overall programs that you develop. Like you have yoga, meditation, sleep management. Do you also include um, food in there? Yes, absolutely. Food is the big part and food is from where we start. But, um, you know, it goes much, much deeper than, than that. Uh, and it's, it's all, um, you know, your mindset and how you get ready for the change. Uh, we start with the food, but then we go much deeper into um, the relationships and, uh, you know, career and exercise and 
um, your connection with your own self and uh, how uh, we are uh, in tune with our own self. And uh, uh, so it goes much deeper than, than, you know, just changing your nutrition. That's awesome, because you're really working with the whole person, that holistic aspect of it all is seeing what um, components affect an individual or and are probably even preventing them from achieving their goals, right? Right. Cool. Very nice. Um, can you tell us about your background and your experience in this field? So for as long as I remember, like 20 years, I am in the area of health uh, through my education or my experience. Um, I did my master's in biochemistry, which gave me a detailed understanding of human body at a cellular level. And then I went on to do my master's in health promotion and then my doctorate in public health practice, which gave me a very solid foundation um, on, you know, helping uh, people to, you know, change their health mm -hmm. and, uh, and how to do that. Uh, and then what I did not get from my Western education, I went to Eastern medicine to learn yoga and meditation. Uh, and so now I use, uh, you know, my science background as well as my background in, in behavior um, change, as well as uh, my experience in uh, meditation and, and yoga to help my clients change their health. How did you know as a scientist to blend in or incorporate Eastern medicine? Right. So uh, meditation was introduced to me when I was very young uh, by my parents. Mm -hmm. And so it was always a part of me. Um, and uh, it was just there. But um, I think when I came to the West and when I uh, experienced a very stressful life myself, uh, that's when it came and rescued me. So that's when I truly, um, you know, um, embraced it completely and I um, saw a difference in my life. So I started uh, in the field of epidemiology and population research and doing a lot of research. Um, and I was a data scientist um, uh, before I, um, you know, kind of got, got onto this journey of uh, just working with a few friends and, you know, a few people, myself, my husband, and then, you know, a few, few family members and friends. And then it just took a life of its own. And uh, here I am. So let's dig a little deeper to fully understand how you work with changing people's behavior. Okay, so with respect to, you know, if you want to come and, um, you know, want me to help you to change your behavior, you know, even before you join the program or you start working with me, Initially, I, I do a consult with you uh, and I get to know more about you and, you know, what are your health concerns? And I, I kind of assess that, you know, if you are um, aware of the problems that you are, uh, you are having or are, do you recognize that? Like you said, if there is a weight management issue that you recognize that, yes, this is a problem right now and I want, I want to address it. Or, you know, if there is a stress issue or um, if uh, you know you are not sleeping well, and then you recognize that yes, this is something that I want to address right now in my life. It's affecting my life. So before even you start the program, recognition of the problem uh, is very important, so that you can take some action and you can okay. work towards it. And that's very important for for you and and me when we are working to get together. Mm. So that's the very very first uh, part. And then before you uh, join the program, I explained to you that, you know, this is not something where you're going to come and just learn a few things from me 
and those will be your aha moments and you're going to say okay i'm going to change myself this is going to be a transformational program so when you and i are working we are actually going to the roots we are actually uh, making the changes as we are working together so it's going to require some action from you it's going to require um, you know um, uh, some work and so you are very you know as you're starting you are aware that this is going to uh, be you know something more meaningful than just learning about a few things the next step comes when you actually join the program you sign a commitment where you say okay this is my commitment to myself that i will be coachable i will um, you know give my fullest to whatever is taught to me whatever is is, is expected of me i'm going to uh, take actions i'm going to give it a try i'm going to give it my best so that is a commitment that you do um, to yourself and you, you sign on that and then you know we start working on um, on the, the problems together. So first and foremost, I ask you to, to know your why. What, what are your intentions of joining the program? What are your motivators? Um, when you um, see yourself as a happy, healthy you, what comes to mind? So I ask you to you know, just close your eyes and think about that, and then write that down. It's very important for you to write it and to know your why. So for Different people, you know, there are different intentions and different motivators. Some want to um, just lose weight or be healthy so that they are around for their kids and their grandkids. And then there are other people who want to be um, really uh, vibrant and energetic and strong as they're aging and they, they don't want to have any pain in their body. Mm -hmm. uh, some people come because they know that the doctors have told them that, you know, this is a diagnosis and, and then they've been uh, in the disease process for, for a few years and uh, they see that it's affecting their life um, and they want to get rid of their medication or reverse their conditions. So different people have different intentions and motivators. So it's very important to kind of see that very, very clearly in the beginning and you write those down. And then from there, you know, um, we start working on, okay, so the content of the program which is again you know being a scientist and have that evidence based in me i always teach my clients as of what foods are for example example if you're dealing with starting with food what foods are good for you what foods are not good for you and you get the scientific reason and an understanding of okay this is why she is saying something or she's uh, you know, I give them the evidence. So when, when they learn that, it opens up their, their mind and they understand cognitively uh, that, you know, this is why I'm making the change. Um, and so they're more ready to kind of adopt it and, and experience it and, and do it. So when we talk about something, I give them time to practice it and exercise that and experience it. But a lot of times what happens, uh, like we all know that we understand uh, reasons of a lot of things, but then when we go and practice it, life comes in the way and we just, we are just stuck, right? Um, so that happens uh, and that's very normal. Uh, and that's where uh, the essence of the program is, where I, um, you know, hold your hand and I take you through 
that change. I support you in a sense. We, we go much deeper and we unpeel the layers uh, to see what is coming in the way of making that change. And that is where, you know, a lot of support and a lot of work comes. For instance, let me give you an example. You know, there was a client of mine and she uh, completely understood that, you know, the foods that are that were good for her, um, you know, she was gaining weight. She was not feeling good in her body. She had a lot of pain. Um, she understood that she has to, you know, uh, eat clean foods, um, go on a lot of uh, vegetables. But um, as we dig deeper, you know, I saw that she had a lot of relationship issues. And, you know, to to cover for that, she was supplementing herself with, you know, a lot of junk, although she knew that that was not good for her. So once we started tackling her relationship problems and once we started addressing that, the nutrition just took care of itself. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what happens, you know, when, uh, when we do some deeper work, uh, people... Uh, you know, uh, start opening up. So I get to know my clients on a very deep level. Uh, and nutrition, you know, then just, you know, it is very important. Uh, and uh, food is extremely important to nourish um, you in the body. But, you know, on a deeper level, um, we thrive or we um, kind of suffer mm-hmm. based on how we show up in our relationships or whether we are satisfied in our career or whether we found an exercise uh, that we truly enjoy or whether we are connecting uh, to our inner self, how spiritually mm. connected we are. So all of those things matter a lot. So, you know, working with all of that and making small changes brings about that transformation, bring about that behavior change that I was talking to you about. And then as we talked, you know, people make their own goals. So their goals are not dictated to them. They kind of make their own goals and they, I, I show them how to make goals, how to make smart goals so that they're not setting themselves up for failure, but they take small steps. Um, and then, um, you know, they work on that and then we take some more steps. Uh, and so writing their goals down and then following up on that, uh, there, is, uh, there is research on that, that when you write something down for yourself, uh, then you know you're more likely to do it or you're more likely to achieve or be successful so mm-hmm. rather than having your goals just in your mind we write it we make small goals and then they all they also make some goal star goals so you know if they achieve some of those goals then they push themselves a little bit more during you know those two week practice period to kind of go for their goal star goal and then when they come back you know there's some accountability and all of that so you know, working from, like I said, through their intentions to, you know, going deeper, giving them that support, and then um, uh, having their goals clear, and then accountability, all of that, you know, kind of help them uh, come out, you know, they, they fall, and then they come out, and they, they come back, and then they fall, and they come back, and doing this right. exercise, you know, a few times, you know, then um, the, my goal is that, you know, when I am gone, that they know how to uh, get back on the wagon even if they're because we are humans and we will go off off the wagon but you know come back and then get yourself started again yeah. so that's how the behavior change happens uh, and it's amazing to see you know when i um, work with them they have say come for a weight change uh, but they end up you know resolving the relationship issues uh, or uh, tapering down their medications or um, they see that they are no more slaves of their addictions, be it, you know, coffee addiction or sugar addiction or, um, 
they start resolving their sleep issues, which initially, you know, they knew that they had those issues, but they didn't join the program for that. Mm-hmm. They just had this weight issue, which was, um, you know, uh, out there. But, uh, you know, I even think about my own self. I just started to learn this information on my own and made a change to go plant-based. And when I was gentle with myself when I couldn't be perfect. What you just said, it's so important. I mean, you know, not putting yourself down because when, um, when we are making positive changes and then we bring this guilt to ourselves, what happens is, uh, you know, our brain doesn't function in that state of guilt. You know, we are, if we are putting ourselves down, uh, the action that we need from ourselves doesn't come. We feel like if I put guilt to myself that I will go ahead and do the action. That doesn't happen. Like, it doesn't happen like that with our brain. So uh, being gentle with, with ourselves, like just, you just mentioned, it is the best way to go. And uh, it is okay if we have made a mistake. Uh, we are human beings and we just pick back up. And that's what I teach my clients. And, and they learn it over time. You know, everybody comes in the beginning. They are like, very, we are, we are toughest to with ourselves. So well, mm-hmm. to another person, we are just, we are polite and gentle, but with our own selves, we all are very tough. Uh, but they learn to um, to kind of work and be gentle with yourself. And then, and then that shows them, you know, so everything that I speak, we practice and through the practice they see they kind of know in their bones that what what i'm preaching and they're practicing that their body tells them that yes it responds to them mm-hmm. so um so it works out so not only cognitively but viscerally you know they understand uh, what it is and the more you practice uh, the more you see that the changes are coming and then you know our bodies are not made to be sick so once you start making some changes your body's our bodies help us Mm. to kind of go in that direction uh so that is that is a that is the best part of it yeah and so you just keep on making changes if if you make mistake come back on keep on making changes and that's how you kind of bring that big transformation yeah yes so dr basaria i'm interested in knowing how you transform from the work that you were doing say as a scientist um you know your background in biochemistry to now uh, becoming a transformational health coach, what drew you to that field? So it's a long story. Like I, um, my, if I was drawn to the work that I'm doing right now, um, because I lost my mom um, when she was very young. She was uh, just 52 when oh. she died due to a complication of diabetes and cardiovascular conditions. I'm sorry so, to hear that. Yeah. So, um, so, and I vividly remember, you know, um, when I used to take her to the emergency room, uh, when she was gasping for, for air because her lungs were filled with water because of the complication of diabetes. So those were very, you know, that was very difficult time. And, um, I, I, I don't think that, you know, after learning all this, uh, and being in the field, um, that anybody has to lose their loved ones for something which is so um, lifestyle driven. You know, we can just change our lifestyle and uh, we can change our health. Uh, we don't have to suffer. We don't have to lose our loved ones. Um, so, uh, you know, that that was always there with me. And then um, when I was in my early 30s, um, I was diagnosed with prediabetes. And... Um, I had young kids at the time, and but my life was very stressful because I was going through school, work, uh, caring for uh, very young children. 
Um, so, uh, of course, and the stress, you know, takes the best of us. So it, uh, you know, of course, my nutrition was not um, as good. Uh, I was not exercising. And when I was given this di- diagnosis of pre-diabetes, what happened to my mom just flashed back. And it, mm. you know, uh, I was thinking about my kids that uh, I don't want to repeat uh, the history. Mm-hmm. And so I really took uh, myself, you know, at that time, I, I took it seriously. And I took care of myself. And I took care of my stress. And I reverted I completely, um, you know, changed the condition, you know, I don't have any any pre diabetes in me. Um, it's been 10 years. Um, so, um, so I worked on myself. And then um, I worked on my husband, my husband, um, his mom, had gestational diabetes when she was pregnant with him. So he, and we know, you know, the babies get um, exposure, like they their genes turn on, you know, uh, during uh, what mom is, you know, going through during pregnancy. So when he turned 40, you know, it, it, it just came, diabetes was there, we got the diagnosis. And um, his was, of course, more severe because um, uh, of, uh, not because uh, you know he was eating any junk food or, or like that, but uh, uh, you know all the the meat and dairy and all of that. So at that time, you know, we completely uh, converted and 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 started changing uh, our diets totally, and so we removed all the inflammatory foods, and that's where um, the the conversion happened. And I worked on his gut, um, uh, and uh, you know, of course, I had worked on my stress i worked on his gut and that's how you know we changed and reversed his condition um his diabetes wow so i do a lot of work in the area of gut health and mindfulness and meditation i started working with you know a lot of my friends and then you know now i work with my clients in this area and and help them heal their body and reverse their conditions what a, what a, a personal story that drove you to now reach out and work with hundreds of people as well to create a change so that they don't have to suffer with diabetes and other health problems. I love it every single day of it. You know, um, as I work, I just, uh, it inspires me, it motivates me to mm-hmm. get up every day and, and do the, t- the work that I do. Yeah. Um, and just listening to, you know, um, the changes that my clients make and, and um, the transformations that happen, they just make my day every day. And how did you know uh, what foods to stay away from that were inflammatory as opposed to those that help uh, the body kind of calm down? Um, what research did you do or what books did you read that taught you a little bit more about that? So, you know, the foods, um, there are different foods that are inflammatory for different people. Mm-hmm. And so the uh, what I do is I... Um, use our body's intelligence to tell us what are the foods that are not good for me. So that's how I work with my clients when I, I, of course, I read a lot of books on gut health and on inflammation and my training, you know, in itself, uh, the the science training and then training in nutrition taught me that. And now it's established um, as well that, you know, a lot of chronic conditions, you know, the root cause is chronic inflammation. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, what is inflammatory for me, Maya may not be inflammatory for you or well, what foods maybe I have developed intolerance for may not be the same for you. So what I, when I start working with my clients, 
I teach them to decipher for their own self. Once we take away all the, the bad foods that are generally considered to be inflammatory, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and we calm the inflammation down. Then when you introduce some of the foods, uh, your body tells you it reacts to it or it just instantly when you calm everything down you can hear it out loud that this food is not working it's not good for you and that's what i tell people to stay away from for some time um uh, usually you know dairy and meat and oils are usually not good for a lot of people it's it's very inflammatory um, especially for conditions like uh, cardiac conditions and and diabetes um, you know, having a lot of saturated fat, uh, it just starts all the complications. So mm-hmm. uh, people hear that, people see that once they remove all these things, they feel just so much better that they tell me, I do not want to touch it. I do not want to go back. Mm-hmm. And some of the foods that are normally, you know, good for you, um, like some people um, uh, react badly to corn or, so I tell them to try organic corn, you know, because there's a lot of genetically modified food too. Mm-hmm. Um, and we slowly build the body's tolerance for some of the foods and then they seem to be doing fine. They don't, they don't experience any um, digestive, um, you know, symptoms or pain in their body. And that's their body's way to, to tell them that the body is ready to take things and it's fine. But um, we come off of a lot of, uh, you know, um, foods that add saturated fats and um, sugars and oils um, to our body. And I find it fascinating that um, we have to kind of raise the awareness that the body lets you know how it's processing or digesting certain foods and the effects of certain foods. And my entire life I have suffered with acne and I would blame it on the estrogen or the hormones. And, And then I went vegan and then I cleaned up my diet and went plant-based and it wasn't until I became very strict with oil meaning no oil at home whatsoever not a single drop of oil in my cooking it wasn't until then that I noticed that my acne started to clear it's fascinating that you should say that certain foods trigger or are more inflammatory for some people than for others and it's uh, our body has a, a lot of intelligence uh, it's mm-hmm. just that we have to hear our body and, and see instead of, you know, if, if we have some symptoms, instead of um, keep popping a pill or stopping it with some other chemical, you know, just see what is my body trying to say and just mm-hmm. hear that and just respond to that. And, and gradually, you know, if you do that, um, you see that, you know, you don't need all the other things to kind of take care of, of the issues. Right. Um, Speaking of gut health, I love to learn a lot about gut health and mindfulness. Um, And you've presented a a lot on these two topics as well. Can you tell us more about your approach on healing the gut and introducing and teaching mindfulness to people um, that you work with? So when people come to me, either, you know, they have somebody in their friends or family who have experienced, you know, the changes that happened because their friend or family member had worked with me on the gut health and they see, you know, um, a lot of difference in them or they come to my, you know, presentations and that's how they hear about, you know, gut, gut and how important it is and they come in you know, want to join a program or, you know, a lot of times uh, patients come to me because they're cardiologists or they're uh, endocrinologists or, you know, they're um, PCP, you know, who is, uh, who's um, more, 
aware of lifestyle medicine and you know they want to send their their patients to to me um, and they see that the patients are interested in not only popping a pill but they want to change their lifestyle so i i get patients uh, from all these uh, different different ways and uh, first what i do is i want to know just based on my science background i want to know what is what is wrong and what is causing inflammation um, to their body so um, so we like i mentioned you know we we eliminate we remove a lot of uh, foods that are uh, common causes of inflammation Mm-hmm. to calm to calm the the body down and we also remove um some bad bacteria uh, that may be you know causing some difficulty and then uh, we replace uh, you know some very hyper nourishing foods uh, which includes a lot of fruits and vegetables and our omega 3s um and we also replace some digestive enzymes uh, you know people may have some issues with digestion and they're not digesting their food well and thus you know that's uh, contributing to the inflammation and then uh, what we do is we repair the gut lining uh, you know because of a lot of uh, <clears throat> food that they have eaten over over few years you know they have um, caused leaks in their guts you know mm-hmm. you be aware of leaky gut syndrome uh which cause um, a lot of inflammation in our body so we repair that and then we rebalance uh, the gut bacteria uh, we eat a lot of foods uh, fermented foods as well to uh, kind of repopulate you know good bacteria in our body and then we restore the entire system and that's how we work you know um through all these different channels to kind of heal and and take care of the uh, of the gut uh, and it works it's a 9 weeks process you know it may go to 12 weeks it depends on how long you want to stay in in different phases but it has three phases and it just works beautifully and at the end of 3 months you know people have um, lost weight they have started um regressing and 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 reversing their Uh, chronic conditions and we see um, you know as we do the labs we see before the program and after the program and the labs uh, show the changes um, and i always ask my clients to you know do the labs before and after and they see how they are reversing their conditions what do you check for so basically you know a lot of times when people have um, diabetic conditions and cardiovascular conditions so we do the metabolic panel we do um, the measures for their blood glucose and hemoglobin a1c and on all the all of those you know if they have fatty liver we do the liver tests and all of those you know so you see changes in their cholesterol their triglyceride their blood sugars um their a1c um and if they want to do you know i get them to a detailed labs of you know some inflammatory markers and they get that tested too but you know generally uh, we do the metabolic panel and see um the changes there okay and their blood pressure the blood pressure is a very weight and blood pressure is right off the bat you know uh, they start seeing changes there and do you supplement if needed with vitamin d vitamin d i am big on supplementing for um as well as we give them a lot of omega 3s with uh, with uh, food um using you know chia seeds and hemp seeds and flax seeds uh, but um if they want they can supplement for that too so those are some of the things that are that i am really big on um that you should supplement for um and if they're on completely plant based diet then 
in a vitamin B12. How do you feel about um, just supplementing with a probiotic capsule, for example, as opposed to fermented foods? So we do that. We do both. And there are people who are interested in, in using just food and we go with fermented food and they are very, uh, they are comfortable and fine. Uh, while others want to uh, supplement through uh, probiotics. So um, I don't use the, you know, grocery bought. I used, you know, some really potent ones and that really give them the support. And um, those are the ones, you know, where we have uh, different strains of bacteria and, and on high counts um, is what we use. When, when we are removing foods, we are removing the bacteria, how to do it with food. Mm -hmm. I teach them that they do it. When we are replacing, we are doing it with foods. Um, some places we use supplements and it depends on how much uh, the client wants to use the supplement, but I do everything using food as medicine. Very nice. And then how do you incorporate mindfulness? I teach them first to breathe and to breathe well. Um, it is such an important tool and such an easy one that, uh, that we have at our disposal that we can use to kind of relax our body. Just uh, concentrating and just paying attention to our breath, you know, for a few minutes during the day, it just changes so many things. Um, in our body at one given moment, either there is a stress response that can exist or a relaxation response that can exist. Both cannot exist at the same time. So by just focusing on your breathing, you are just stopping that stress response and inducing a relaxation response in your body. As they go through the program, they learn mindfulness, um, which is also, you know, it's, it's an excellent tool. It's the state of active, uh, open attention to the present moment. You can do mindful walking. You can do, you know, when you're washing dishes, you can be mindful. There are so many different exercises that you can do to kind of... Um, be mindful in, in your day-to-day, -day, you know, when you're doing things. And that it really helps with um, multitasking, you know, that we are so used to and we are always doing multitasking. But um, mindfulness brings you out from that and you're just totally focused on whatever you're experiencing. Mm -hmm. So I teach them mindfulness and then they get to the meditation part, which is um, meditation itself is an intentional practice where you focus inward to um, increase your calmness and your concentration and emotional balance. There is nothing um, religious about it. It's just, just like other tools. It's, it's a tool. Um, it is definitely a spiritual practice, but it is backed by science. So if you see research, you know, and as a scientist, I always go to research and that's how I convince myself first. And then I work with my clients and, and share with them what mm -hmm. I have learned. So I have always, you know, I've, I've, I've gone and I've seen research on meditation. You will see if you, if you see how much research has been done, um, you know, in the last couple of decades on meditation. And so there is science that shows um, that meditation uh, works. It, um, it helps you, it overcomes, you know, feeling of loneliness in people. Um, it reverses depression by changing your hippocampus. Um, there is, you know, um, your corpus callosum, which is a connection between your left and right brain. It gets thickened in um, meditators. So, um, you know, meditation is a very right brain exercise. So in our day-to-day -day life, you know, we use a lot of our left brain. Um, but when we meditate, uh, we bring our right brain into the driving seat.
Mm. And so what happens, you know, through meditation and then you are in a non-meditative state and then you do meditation and then you're in a non-meditative state. Basically, you are using your left and right brain um, quite a bit. And then, you know, um, your corpus callosum that thickens with meditation. So now the connection between left and right brain happens really marvelously. Mm. So, you know, God has not given us, you know, our left and right brain 50-50 to use just, you know, uh, 90% of the time, um, our left brain, we have to use it equally. And when that harmonization of left brain and right brain happen, that results in, you know, uh, better focus, deeper thoughts, super creativity, uh, enhanced memory, um, you know, mm-hmm. clearer thinking, all of that. So, right. um, so, so, and research has shown all of this. Um, they have seen that, you know, people who are meditating, they are emotionally more intelligent. Um, you know, uh, there are uh, a lot of studies that have been done that uh, has shown that the amygdala, which is the fear center in our brain, it gets shrinked among meditators. So basically, you know, all that anxiety that we create that is due to stress among meditators, it's, it's not there uh, because literally the the part in our brain that is responsible for that is, is getting shrunk. The prefrontal cortex, which is the area of our brain where, which is responsible for decision-making, problem-solving, mm-hmm. you know, uh, executive function. Um, the electrical activity is improved there. And, and, you know, so you're smarter and, you know, it improves your IQ. Um, there's, there are a lot of studies that are done on sleep uh, that, you know, people... Um, uh, experience, you know, uh, they, their sleep problems go away. Um, there, there is a research that I was studying that said that, you know, that normally when you are very relaxed, the oxygen consumption in your body goes down. And when you are at the sixth hour of your sleep, you know, it's pretty down. Uh, and among meditators, they saw the same level um, of uh, oxygen consumption within 20 minutes. Wow, that what you're attaining at the six hour of your sleep. So, um, so I teach, you know, I I explain the science to my clients, and then I teach the the technique, and then they practice it. Mm. And then when they come back and see me again in two weeks, you know, there is something significantly different in them. And you know, they they the stressors are still there, but the way they are dealing with the stressors has changed. Uh, one of the very very common thing that almost everybody tells me is they have seen a significant change in their sleep. They're sleeping much, much better. Uh, and this happens just within two weeks of yes. meditating. So it's amazing how, how it works. So I, I always tell my clients that, you know, or, or people in general, when I'm you know, talking about this or, or presenting about this, that um, these changes, you know, some of the changes that we talked about with respect to gut health, uh, the, the changes are difficult, you know, um, uh, when you are eliminating food or when you are trying to heal, um, these are difficult changes. You you need somebody's support. So, you know, do not just disregard that if you go about doing some changes and then it becomes too hard that you just leave it. Um, seek help from professionals. They are there to help you. They are there to hold your hand and, and take you through the way. Um, but don't disregard it. Similarly, you know, don't think that I am not a person who can stop my mind. I cannot meditate. 
this is just a common myth that all of my clients have that when they start. And then once I teach them, they meditate beautifully. So, so seek help from professionals and, and learn it before you uh, give it your complete shot or before you, you know, um, just disregard it uh, without giving your, your, your fullest. So I would sure. say, um, yeah, go for, go for help and, and, and do it. And these are excellent tools. So they can make your life so much better. Right now, as we're, you know, having this interview, we are actually experiencing a current scare of coronavirus. And, um, you know, w with the fact that we're being encouraged to kind of socially distance ourselves from one another, I find that um, some individuals are having a very hard time being isolated, being pulled away socially from groups. Do you have any other tip that you would uh, like to give us in terms of improving our immunity to fight this coronavirus or to just to reduce the stress of going through it all and, and everything that we see on television? Yes, absolutely. So, you know, what I, I tell um, a lot of my clients and I generally, you know, I apply this to myself too, that um, instead of just constantly thinking about it and, and hearing the news and being anxious about it, maybe, you know, we want to take this time to just be in this present moment, just live life in the present and what we have. Maybe, you know, this forced uh, isolation has given us some opportunity to to try a few things that we were putting off, like, you know, that recipe that we want to try or um, that exercise, um, you know, regimen that we wanted to uh, get started on and we were just putting it off because we didn't have time or, you know, just spending some family time uh, and, and some bonding time with our family, uh, having dinners and lunches together. So, so looking at the bright side and, and taking opportunity for the things that we did not you know, we're not addressing before. Um, there is, there is, you know, something good out of everything that, and it's just the way we, we want to see the situation. But with respect to what you asked on immunity, um, you know, um, definitely we, we don't have a cure, but we want to have a strong body. So uh, for immunity, you know, I always tell, and this is a practice that I do every day. You know, I start my morning with a warm um, lemon water and I sometimes add ginger to that it's really um, good for you uh, it uh, gives that uh, you know um, takes away that acidity from the body it gives uh, it that you know that alkaline um, mm -hmm. base which is very good for um, your uh, your system uh, overall and then in eating a lot of citrus fruits um, you know, um, vitamin C, taking vitamin C in that sense, uh, and hyper-nourishing yourself on uh, vegetables um, and omega-3s. Uh, that is something that will help you a lot. Uh, uh, we have a lot of good vitamins and minerals uh, that we get through these vegetables and omega-3s uh, that are very uh, important uh, for boosting our immunity. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I would say is sleep well. Uh, because if you are not sleeping well uh, and you're stressing and due to anxiety, you know, that uh, may put a damp on your immunity. So sleeping well is extremely important. Drinking a lot of water uh, is very important so that um, if we are producing toxins due to stress, all of that, we have to flush that out and uh, making our bodies move. So going for a walk or, you know, exercising at home, um, 
with our families, you know, um, taking that opportunity. So um, when, when we exercise, we produce, our body cells produce uh, new mitochondria, which is the energy powerhouse of our cells. So we need that. Um, engaging in self-care, you know, reading a book, uh, spending time with family, like I said, very important. Uh, and having a spiritual practice, uh, taking time to breathe. If you know, um, you know how to meditate, taking time for that and boosting our body through that. Um, mm-hmm. All of these are very important to kind of, you know, jumpstart and, and make our body strong and not, you know, go down in stress. Those are some very good tips that um, seem like they're easy to do, uh, especially when you're using food as medicine. So <laughs> that's awesome. And if we have, um, if people are interested in reaching out to you and maybe being part of one of your programs, what's the best way to contact you? So um, just contact me through my Facebook page, which is True Living by Dr. Basaria. Um, you can personal message me or you can write to me at info at drbasaria.com. Wonderful. Is there anything else that you'd like to um, let us know before we wrap this up? Take good care of yourself. Uh, do not... Uh, be anxious in these uncertain times. Um, just uh, make your body strong, um, your immunity um, strong, and we will all get through this. Thank you for being with us, Dr. Nilofer Basaria. Thank you, Maya. Well, guys, let us know what you think about this episode with Dr. Basaria. How have you been managing um, this pandemic? Um, have you been eating better, doing a lot more cooking, exercising, finding a way to manage your stress? And could you use someone like a transformational coach like Dr. Basaria? Let us know in the comments. And thanks again for listening. You've been listening to the plant-based dfw podcast show if you like our content please like share and leave a review our goal is to provide quality episodes to help support the community